What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the career of actor Rupert Friend and the movie Those Who Wish Me Dead. But first, let's talk about the career of actor Rupert Friend. And Friend, to me, is one of the most reliable supporting actors working today. He is not a household name yet, but I think in the near future, he might become one. He began his career in period piece dramas, Pride and Prejudice with Kieran Knightley, and The Young Victoria with Emily Blunt. In both of those movies, he's not the main character, but you can tell that there's something super interesting about this guy. I mean, in Pride and Prejudice, he's only in about two scenes of the movie, and then in The Young Victoria, he's in every scene of the movie with Emily Blunt. And since those two films came out, Friend has had supporting roles in some really good movies. He appeared in The Boy with the Striped Pajamas with Aza Butterfield, The Death of Stalin with Steve Buscemi, Andrea Riseborough, and Jason Isaacs, At Eternity's Gay with Willem Dafoe and Oscar Isaac, and A Simple Favor with Anna Kendrick and Blake Lyle. Like, Rupert Friend never plays the lead, but I find him to be super memorable in those films, and he's working alongside some of the best actors working today. He is super funny in The Death of Stalin. And in a simple favor, he has one crazy funny scene with Anna Kendrick, and I read somewhere that he was offered the lead role of that film, but turned it down because he wanted to play a smaller part in it. I think that's one of the most interesting things things about Rupert Friend. He has the look and feel of a leading man, yet he plays character roles. He is a character actor, and those are the type of actors I am the biggest fan of. He is in service of the movie that he's in. He's not a movie star. He's not going to do something predictable. You're not going to go into a movie and be like, this is Rupert Friend. He's going to act a certain way. He plays these type of characters. No, that guy who played a character in The Boy in the Striped Pajamas also played this funny, crazy role in The Death of Stalin. Those are the type of actors I like. He can be in any genre. He's believable in almost any scenario because he is going to be a great character. He is one of the best character actors working today, but he has the look of a leading man. Rupert Friend's most prominent role today didn't even happen in a movie. It happened on television as Peter Quinn in five seasons of the hit Showtime show Homeland with Claire Danes and Mandy Patakin. I just recently binge-watched Homeland, and he is incredible as Peter Quinn. He has to deal with so much with that character. At points in that show, he's dealing with alcoholism, he's dealing with PTSD, and Rupert Friend is so unbelievably believable as the character. It's almost crazy to think of that that's the same guy from The Young Victoria. He's that good of an actor. Each of the five seasons he was on that show, he brought something different to the character. Even when he's playing the same character over and over again, you can't tell where he's going to go with it. And those are my favorite actors. They are unpredictable. And that's what Rupert Friend is as an actor. He's unpredictable. You don't know what he's going to do next. It's exciting to watch. And when people talk about that show, they mostly talk about Claire Danes, Damian Lewis, and Mandy Batankin. And 
rightfully so. All three of those people are incredible on the show, but maybe the most impressive performance is coming from Rupert Friend. He joined the show in season two, and he fits so well into the show that he became a main component, and I think he carried the last two seasons he was on that show and probably deserved an Emmy Award for his work as Peter Quinn. It's one of the best characters in TV history, and he is a big reason why. I mean, when Damian Lewis's character Brody dies, Peter Quinn really carries the load of the show. He replaces that character in such a magnificent way, and the chemistry between Rupert Friend and Claire Danes is unbelievable. I love every scene they're in together. I mean, so far, it's the best performance of his career. If you have not watched Homeland, I highly recommend it. And I think it starts to get better in season two when Rupert Friend joins the show. I know a lot of people feel like season one of that show is the best season. But I think seasons two through six, which are the ones that Rupert Friend is on, are the best seasons of that show. The arc of the Peter Quinn character is super fascinating. And he probably deserved his own spinoff show. And I definitely would have watched it. That's how good Rupert Friend is in that show. Friend's next projects include Infinite with Mark Wahlberg, Chiwetel Ejiofor, and Dylan O'Brien, directed by Antoine Fuqua. The French Dispatch with Timothy Chalamet, Benicio Del Toro, and Adrian Brody, directed by Wes Anderson. Last Looks with Charlie Hunnam and Mel Gibson. And the Disney Plus series Obi-Wan Kenobi with Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen, and Kumail Nanjiani. A number of these projects could put Rupert Friend on the map. I mean, think about that. He's going to be in a Wes Anderson film, so a lot of movie fans are going to know the name Rupert Friend after that movie comes out. He's going to be in a Disney Plus show about Obi-Wan Kenobi, so millions of Americans are going to watch Rupert Friend on Disney Plus each and every week. It's very possible that in the next few years Rupert Friend becomes a household name and not an actor that I like just a lot that not a lot of people know of. You might know the name Rupert Friend beginning of next season. I mean, if, when Obi-Wan Kenobi comes out, he could become a massive star. Whatever that role is, people are going to watch that show and know the name Rupert Friend. So I'm excited to see where his career goes. I mean, he's basically working in four projects that I want to see desperately. A Mark Wahlberg movie, a Wes Anderson film, a Mel Gibson movie, and oh, by the way, he's joining the Star Wars universe. Again, if only two of those projects are successful, then you're going to know the name Rupert Friend in a much bigger way than you know about him. Now, I think that those projects could put this guy on the map, and I think he is very worthy of that because I think he is a super good actor. He's super interesting. He's a reliable supporting actor, and I hope that these projects end up working out. I mean, how could they not? He's joining Obi-Wan. He's doing a Wes Anderson movie. This could be the year of Rupert Friend, and I for one am counting on it. Here's the list of Rupert Friend performances you need to watch to enjoy this man's work. Pride and Prejudice, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, The Young Victoria, The Death of Stalin, At Eternity's Gate, A Simple Favor, and Homeland. Now let's switch gears and talk about the movie Those Who Wish Me Dead. Here's a quick synopsis. Hannah is a wildland firefighter who is really 
reeling from the loss of three boys to a wildfire when she meets Connor, a young boy who is on the run from two men who killed his father over top secret information. This movie was one of my most highly anticipated films of the year, and because of that, it was never going to live up to my unbelievable expectations. And for the most part, it didn't. But I do think this is a very good movie, and the biggest reason why is because of the star of it, Angelina Jolie, who reminds us all why she is one of the biggest movie stars on planet Earth. With this performance, she has a presence that's hard to describe. She's so good in this movie that the other performances, although good, don't come anywhere near her level. I don't know how people feel about movies, but when I'm watching such an unbelievable performance and the other actors aren't matching it, the movie just doesn't feel right. There are some really good actors in this movie, but none of them were on fire the way Angelina Jolie was. No pun intended with this film. I just thought she was so good in the movie that she deserved other actors giving great performances. Like, think of a movie like Michael Clayton. The reason that movie is incredible is, yes, George Clooney is on fire in that movie. He's giving one of the best performances of his career, but so are the other actors in that movie. Tom Wilkinson and Tilda Swinton are insanely good in that movie. They match George Clooney's performance. Nobody else in this movie, Those Who Wish Me Dead, match the performance of Angelina Jolie, and that's one of the film's biggest downfalls. This was my favorite Angelina Jolie performance since I saw her in Maleficent, and I know a lot of people are down on that film, but she is incredible in that movie, and she's incredible in this one. Jolie's next role will see her join the Marvel Cinematic Universe in The Eternals with Richard Madden, Kit Harington, Gemma Chan, Brian Tyree Henry, and Kumail Nanjiani, directed by Chloe Zhao, who's coming off an Oscar win for Nomadland. Jolie's young co-star in this film is Finn Little, and I find this to be a recurring theme in movies, where they tend to pair a Hollywood legend with a then-unknown kid actor. Other examples of this include Tom Hanks and Tyler Hoechlin in The Road to Perdition, Johnny Depp and Freddie Highmore in Finding Neverland, Jeff Bridges and Haley Steinfeld in True Grit, Matthew McConaughey and Ty Sheridan in Mud, Tom Hanks and Helena Zangle in News of the World, and most famously, Robert De Niro and Jodie Foster in Taxi Driver. I mean, this is something you are going to see more and more of. Young stars working with Hollywood legends. My favorite from that group is Johnny Depp and Freddie Highmore in Finding Neverland. And I think in this movie, Little and Jolie are a perfect duo, and you can see that she is helping get a really good performance from the child star. It just helps to have a Hollywood legend. Angelina Jolie is the one carrying this movie. So it takes way less pressure off of the kid star of the film. I mean, when Tom Hanks is working with Helena Zangle, all the pressure is on Tom Hanks. And then when you get a great performance from Helena Zangle, you're like, wow, that's incredible. But there's no downside to her being the star. It's the same with Taxi Driver. Jodie Foster is great in that movie, but that movie is lifted by Robert De Niro. And I think it's the same thing with a movie like Those Who Wish Me Dead. The supporting cast of this movie includes John Bernthal, who has worked with Taylor Sheridan before on Sicario and Wind River, Aidan Gillen from Peaky Blinders and Bohemian Rhapsody, and Nicholas Holt from The Great, who is somewhat wasted in this movie. He's usually so good at playing sinister characters like the one he played in 
the true history of the Kelly Gang. In this movie, he's a side character who gets one cool fight scene, but overall is largely forgettable. I mean, just look at some of the recent performances that Nicholas Holt has given in movies and supporting roles. Mad Max Fury Road in The Favorite in particular. He's amazing in those movies, so I just thought he had the potential to give a really great villainous performance in this movie, and this movie desperately needed that from him. It's not his fault. I think it's the script's fault that he's just a side character and not the main big bad guy. Those Who Wish Me Dead is the second film directed by Taylor Sheridan, his first being Wind River, starring Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen, and this film is not as good as that or the films he's written, Sicario, starring Emily Blunt, Benicio Del Toro, and Josh Brolin, and Hell or High Water, starring Chris Pine, Ben Foster, and Jeff Bridges, but this film is still really good and shares some of the same elements as those films. Sheridan is rare in that he can make films that feel grounded in reality that are also super entertaining and thematic. I mean, something that he's proven is that Sheridan's films can get great performances from leading actresses. I thought Emily Blunt was incredible in Sicario. Elizabeth Olsen gave her best performance in film to date on Wind River, and Angelina Jolie gives one of her best performances in years. Something that Wind River has that Those Who Wish Me Dead don't is a second great performance. Jeremy Renner is unreal in the movie Wind River with Elizabeth Olsen. So you had two great actors giving two great performances. In Those Who Wish Me Dead, you only have Angelina Jolie, even though there are some big names in this movie, and for some reason Tyler Perry shows up for one scene, but it's largely forgettable. There isn't another actor giving a great performance. Yes, John Bernthal is fine in this movie, but this is far from the best I've seen John Bernthal. This isn't even John Bernthal's best performance in a Taylor Sheridan movie. He was way better in Wind River, and he was way better in Sicario. And then you have Aiden Gillen and Nicholas Holt, who I've seen give some crazy good performances. Gillen is great as a wild character in Peaky Blinders, so it's kind of insane to me how you have him in this movie and not have him play the over-the-top bad guy. Him and Holt are playing bland characters, and that's the fault of the script, not the fault of the actors. That's what this movie needed to make it perfect, is a big, insane bad guy. This movie needed a cartoonish villain. It works. I know it's not a superhero movie, but I always think about Heath Ledger as the Joker, or Tom Hardy as Bane. I mean, yeah, you had a great lead performance by Christian Bale, but those other villains made the movie perfect. That's what this movie needed. It needed a bad guy. And a lack of a bad guy is the problem of Taylor Sheridan's other film that came out this year, Without Remorse. He didn't direct that movie, but he wrote it. And that film stars Michael B. Jordan, who gives an unreal leading performance, but is let down by the movie's lack of a villain. And I think the same thing happens with Those Who Wish Me Dead. Angelina Jolie is done wrong by the lack of a villain in this movie. The bad guys are not interesting, yet you spend a lot of time with them. There is one amazingly cool action scene between Angelina Jolie and Nicholas Holt that 
that takes place on a massive wildfire. I thought that was super cool scene. Other than that, the villains were bland and unnecessary. And I do think the flaw of the movie is simple as that. It needed a villain. And because the villain isn't interesting enough, we nitpick the plot of the movie. I think the plot of the movie is super cool. It's about this firefighter who went for a great loss and then has to deal with her issues head on. I think that's a powerful plot. I think this movie is super interesting. It feels like it was made in the 90s. The movie has a lot going for it. I think Angelina Jolie is really good in the movie. I think Little is really good as the kid character of the movie. I like the rest of the supporting cast, but they just don't deliver anything that's memorable. And that's something that you get in Taylor Sheridan's other films. Other characters are memorable other than the lead character. In Hell or High Water, you get Jeff Bridges. In Sicario, you get Daniel Kaluuya. In Those Who Wish Me Dead, you only get Angelina Jolie who delivers a memorable performance. And even then, it wasn't enough because John Bernthal was given so much screen time, yet wasn't doing anything interesting. And that's not a knock on John Bernthal. I don't think his character was interesting. I'm a huge fan of John Bernthal. I loved him in The Punisher. I think he's a really good supporting actor in movies, but he wasn't given an interesting arc as a character, and he wasn't giving a great performance like Angelina Jolie was. That's what I want out of movies. I I do want that one great performance, but I also need a second really good one to match that performance, because when two actors are going at it, giving great performances, that's what makes a great movie, and that's why this movie isn't great. It's really good, because there's one great performance, but it's lacking that second great performance, and that needed to be one of the villains. I guarantee you that if either Aiden Gillen or Nicholas Holt played a cartoonish bad guy, many people would have found this movie to be perfect. But because of the lack of an interesting villain, they think of it as a massively flawed. And I think it's better than most people think it is. I think this is a really good movie. Sheridan's career is fascinating. He's got that show Yellowstone that stars Kevin Costner. I think his career as a director is undecided. I think Taylor Sheridan is a great writer, but I'm not sure he is a great director. His two best films were directed by someone else. I mean, Sicario was directed by Denis Villeneuve and Hell or High Water was directed by David McKenzie. And while I think Wind River was a masterpiece, Those Who Wish Me Dead fell short of my expectations. So I wonder what's next for Taylor Sheridan. I also think without remorse wasn't very good now he didn't direct that he wrote it but I do think he is an incredible writer and whenever a movie is written by Taylor Sheridan I'm going to give that movie a chance I hope he directs something else soon I really like this movie but my expectations were super super high and it didn't live up to that but I still definitely recommend you check out the movie Those Who Wish Me Dead if not only for an incredible lead performance by Angelina Jolie I mean, it's just great when a movie star comes back and you're reminded why she was such a massive movie star. I like the fact that Angelina Jolie is acting in movies again. I love her in the movie Wanted. Of course, like I said, I loved her in Maleficent. I think she is a movie star. I'm not sure she's a great actress, but she is one of the best movie stars around. And this is what we need right now. We need more movie stars. We need Angelina. 
Angelina Jolie to be in movies. It will be so interesting to see if Eternals puts her back on the map. I mean, that's a Marvel film directed by Chloe Zhao. If that movie is a massive success, you might be seeing a lot more of Angelina Jolie in movies again. Sign me up for that immediately. In the meantime, I definitely recommend you watch the film, Those Who Wish Me Dead. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. And this week, I put the spotlight on the career of actor Rupert Friend and the movie Those Who Wish Me Dead. Next week, I'm putting the spotlight on the career of actress Zendaya and the movie The Mauritanian, starring Tahar Rahim, Jodie Foster, and Benedict Cumberbatch. So tune into that, and please rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe.